Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Seth. And we're a part of Guaranteed Adventures Podcast, where the stories might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. We are a group of five that play family-friendly adventures using different tabletop role-playing game systems. Each adventure is run by a different member of the group. From westerns to fantasies, the adventures cover a variety of genres. We release weekly, and our mini-series will never be more than 12 episodes. Our first adventure is a fantasy western called Rattlestead. Follow the Saltpeter boys as they run from a marshal, discover the truth of who betrayed them, and decide what kind of men they want to be, getting into all sorts of shenanigans along the way. Rattlestead uses Tiny Dungeon 2nd Edition by Gallant Knight Games, which is an elegantly streamlined tabletop RPG. Our next adventure, Maplewood, takes place in the Humblewood campaign setting released by Hitpoint Press. It follows the Order of the Maple, a group of animals given the task to find a connection between the Scorched Grove and the power of a creation deity. We will use D&D 5e for Maplewood, with some elements unique to the Humblewood setting. Rattlestead is available in its entirety right now. Maplewood will release every Monday beginning March 13th, and you can listen to us through any major podcast platform. For updates and more information, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at GUAdventurePod. We look forward to having you join us on our adventures. Hey, Tomies, quick announcement before the episode. We are going to SaltCon next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is next week. And so to give you a little details about that, I am going to run some games there. And if you guys are interested, you can look in the show notes to sign up for one of my games to be a part of. They'll be about two hours long, and it's going to deal in the south of Keleth. So you guys will get special insight on what's going on in the south if you join my games. My games will be March 2nd. That's the Thursday at 11 a.m. Friday, March 3rd at 9 a.m., and later that night at 7 p.m. And then my last game will be after our panel at 4 p.m. on Saturday, the 4th of March. And like I mentioned, we have a panel that day that's going to have Derek from How Not to DM, Weston and Haley from Party of Two, Caden from Knocked Prone, and Thomas from iCast Fireball. We'll be there talking about... How to Better Your Game. Our title of it was Not Your Dad's D&D. We're so excited for this. And you can sign up to be a, a part of that panel to come sit with us and talk to us. The sign up for that is in the show notes as well. And don't forget that if you're not available for any of those times, just come see us at our table. We'll have our table set up on March 2nd, 3rd, and the 4th. We won't be there on the 5th, but we are super excited to see you guys. Come see our table at least to come and say hi if you cannot join if you do want to join the panel or play some of my games check out the show notes on how to sign up where to sign up and i hope to see you guys there now to the episode you are listening to tomes of the chaos bard Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left I have... Henley! Boudreau? Grath and Lila. Roscoe! And Fenrir! And with recap, is Lila or Garatha? It's Garatha. Garatha. Henley goes down, uh, just after me, into... I'm going to refer to as the pit part of the cave to help free the child that got tangled up in the spider webs. Fenrir tries to stop her while 
they're both distracted. I just go ahead and, you know, snippy snip, free the child. Well, I guess Lila does. Lila definitely did. Um, and then Lila proceeds to try and talk the child down, get her comfortable, find out that her name is Emery. She's a, a dragonborn and can self-shift from dragonborn to this were creature state. She said that the reason that she can is because her father helped her mother and her mother then in turn helped her be able to bring that humanoid part of her back to the forefront and control that, which is very interesting. Um, And for the most part, she says that she's usually in control, not always, but usually, which person with two different personalities in one conscious body can relate to sometimes um and from what i've seen she does it more when she's uncomfortable or doesn't like a particular situation but i can't be sure because you know we just met the child roscoe on the other hand seems to feel guilty about this uh this decision to kind of uh, x the child which is fine if nobody had actually been reading what happened leading up to it and the obvious terror in the child's eyes when something was happening, I probably would have done the same thing. So you shouldn't feel bad about it. No warrior should feel bad about trying to take out a potential danger or threat. Um, while we're having a conversation between Roscoe and Henley, Right, Henley? Yep, Henley and uh, the two of us. Then all of a sudden we see uh, I, we see Fenny's little hand and Boudreaux freak out. And apparently now <laughs> there's a short nose as well as a long nose going on here. And uh, I don't know how to even help Boudreaux. Why do I want to help Boudreaux? I don't want to help Boudreaux. Lila wants to help Boudreaux, but is very torn between staying with the child and helping Boudreaux. And while we were taking our watch at the end of the night, uh, we saw Boudreaux sneak over to the child and then sneak back to his (laughs) uh, sleeping bag. Not sure why, but it is what it is. Thank you, Karatha. You're welcome. Okay. It is now morning. Uh, Boudreaux, you did mention previously that you wanted to do something in the morning. Yeah, you guys think I'm making breakfast, but (laughs) 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 I'm making poison tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like in the morning I'm making waffles? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm making poison. (laughs) And in the morning? I'm making making poison. poison. (laughs) (laughs) Boudreaux does have... A special feat that he he's able to create poisons, and have, and so he's been able to make a poison. However, I'm going to have him roll a dice to see how potent he can do it. I believe it takes you about an hour to make, right? Yes, yes. And about fifty silver pieces worth of uh, material to make Yee. it. So next time we go to town, you'll need to either restock there or. Uh, as we're traveling, you can see if you can forage some mm. stuff. So keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. I'll have you roll a, let's see, medicine check. Medicine? medicine? This isn't medicine. <laughs> <laughs> it's medicine to kill someone. Let me <laughs> apply this to your wounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dirty one. Okay. So you went from like all nines last episode to uh, dirty 20 this episode? <laughs> I'm going to say this poison 
in particular, you can do 3d6 of poison damage. 3d6. And how many did I make? I believe in your feet, it talks about up to your proficiency number. Yeah. So, so two. two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So very good. Good job. Yay, thanks. <laughs> While this is going on, Lila's talking to Emery. Okay. And doing a couple of side braids in my hair. Oh, okay. Just because she needs something to do with her hands while she's talking. Okay. Awesome. Is there anything in particular you want to talk to Emery about? No, just trying to get her to open up and relax, get comfortable. Mm -hmm. See what her plan is and if, like, she wants to stay here because we have to go somewhere, if she's going to be okay, that type of stuff. Yeah, I, w I would rather stay here. I, I probably should stay here just in case my dad comes back. All right, sugar. So, are you going to be, like, are you going to be all right, though? Are you going to be able, like, t to eat and, and such? Because if you don't, I got some rations I'll leave for you. Well, uh, I, I... I have some nuts and berries and mushrooms that we've been gathering. I'm, I'm not a fan of mushrooms. <laughs> but, I mean, as... As my this, she's still in her hybrid form. She has explained to you that she feels the most comfortable in this hybrid form. Mm -hmm. She explains that she, being just dragonborn, is kind of hard to maintain mm -hmm. constantly. But being in full bear form is kind of a struggle as well. And so being kind of in that middle ground, that it kind of feels the most comfortable and easy to just stay in this form mm -hmm. less straining on her mental and mm -hmm. status i have been able to and she like points around the cave because there was full bones mm -hmm. i have been able to hunt i just kind of like instinctually do that all right well there's any you sure there's nothing else you need though because i i don't want to leave you Alone. For too long. I, I don't want to go, like I said, in, until my my dad, Forrest, comes. If he comes, I don't want to be gone. He, he doesn't know that my mom's dead. And it, it, I would hate for him to not see us. All right. It's gloomy. Uh, yes? <laughs> you say Forrest? <clears throat> I, I, I did. Ido, Papa. He is my dad, yes. Oh. Do, do you know him? Boudreaux looks extremely uncomfortable and starts digging his toe in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where is he? What, what happened? How do you know my dad? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. Oh, one second. I need to talk to Lila for this one moment. <laughs> Please, if you know what my what's wrong with my dad. What's... There's nothing wrong. I gotta go with my hand. He's like dragging Lila. <laughs> dragging Lila away. I'll see what I can do for you, sugar. Please. Lila? What? What my dog can do? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to? I 
don't know. It's a valid question, though. Oh, my, <laughs> oh, my good stuff. It don't matter. I'm just curious. <laughs> Would you rather talk to Gorilla about this? Because you can talk to her. You know what? Why don't you talk to her about this? <laughs> uh, Boudreaux digs his toe in the ground. <laughs> um... You haven't said one lick to me since we got here. You ha- What is wrong with you? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Let me talk to Garatha. Which just kind of looks around like, oh, help? <laughs> help? <laughs> Henley gives you a look that says, you're on your own. <laughs> and Woodrow like lightly claps his hands together and looks back at you and he's like, my facial features have gone from like super animated to very stoic at this point. So. <laughs> And Boudreaux's going to speak very quietly. Okay. <laughs> Borast is one of the creatures, where creatures in so-and-so's cave. Where Willow was, right? Rochelle's cave. Vorast is one of the creatures in Rochelle's cave. How long has he been there? Since you guys left the hollow. Since we left the hollow. The first time. All right. Well, the child deserves to know. He's crazy, though. Well, the child was obviously ravenous and crazy prior, too. I don't trust her. I mean, I think she herself innocent. I don't trust the wear in her. I'm sorry. I'm going to side with um, Lila in this one. That is a very rude comment. Uh, so, so somebody who changes, who's different than what they used to be before, are you saying that they don't, tr- you don't trust them? If they go through no. a transition? No, no. Mm. Okay, so what makes her any different than me? Than you. We ain't talking about you, we're talking about Wegridges. Uh-huh, and something happened to her outside of her control. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's obviously able to handle it at this point in time. Right? She tried to attack anybody? Uh, Look at her. Look at her. She tried to attack anybody. Yeah. <laughs> when did she once try and attack anybody? Why didn't she ever did by her Roscoe scream? You're right. Um, take it from somebody who's there for most of the time. That scream was not from that child. Uh, you can blame our lovely little friend over there with the orc. That, that was her. She friendly fired on us. She meant- I told you we shouldn't trust that group. <laughs> <laughs> He's twisting it back on you. <laughs> you know what? You may have been right. However, they're with us. They're part of our group. I don't see any difference between what happened to her at this point in time, considering that she can control it, that she can take care of herself and is just trying to survive any way that she can at this point, as a humanoid creature. So let me tell you something. What, what's the difference between her and me? No, no, let me tell you something. You, you go ahead, because your Kundas apparently doesn't like either one of us. So, he kind of paused at that, but he's going to keep going. When someone is so starving, they change. That doesn't mean that there's anything particularly wrong with them except that they're hungry. But yet, sometimes they do things they don't mean to. 
that from experience, Boudreaux? Yeah. Would you like to talk about this? It don't matter, like I said before. No, I think it does. Um, I think we need to go. <laughs> the sun is shining and the morning up. Okay, I bet I got... The morning's I, up. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> we, we got stuff to do. <laughs> uh, and he pats you on the shoulder lightly. You're good. Anyway, I want to, before he's able to run away, I want to grab his Crap. hand and say, just so you know, you know how Lila feels about you. And what you just did really hurts her. What, what did And then she's going to walk back over to the kid. What did I do? <laughs> Boudreaux don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's wrong with, what's going on? How long have you been here? By yourself? By myself? Probably about two months. How long were you here prior to with your mom? Probably about eight months. And then like I said, the 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 this little creature that had deep scars on her face came in and killed my mom. Mm-hmm. Which was strange because she said that we were unnatural, but then she changed into an animal, a, a hyena. She did? Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know anything about that type of magic, and neither does Lila. But I do have a good idea about where your dad is. However, he's not going to be able to come back anytime soon. What's wrong with him? So you remember what happened to you and your mom? Yeah. How you were kind of animalistic and couldn't control things? Yeah. He's that way right now. Well, maybe I can go to him. Maybe I can sing that little little lullaby to him. Maybe. But I don't know that that's a good idea at this moment. I think maybe... Why don't you wait here and try and take care of yourself, and then I will come back for you, and we can try and do that together. But how long do I have to wait? He, I don't know. I, I need to help him like he helped me. I can tell you as of this moment. Did I, did I, did we see him? Like, kind of, like when we were down in the cave stuff? Um, he was down in there, but nobody would really know who Vorast no. is, but you did see a dragonborn in there. Was he fully shifted, or was he just... He looked himself, and was just kind of pacing in his in his cell. But he was still he still looked like a dragonborn. Because last time Boudreaux saw him, he, you know, turned into kind of a hybrid were-wolf type idea. But the last time you guys walked past his cage, when you went to go see the liz- lizard folk... He was ravenous. He was not ravenous. But you said okay. He was. He had his eyes were changed, and he was growling, but he was still. He was in his dragonborn form. Mm, okay. And he was a red dragonborn. Can I see any similarities, or recall any similarities from him to the child, or would that be too hard for me to be able to tell? I feel like it was more of a passing thing. Right? It was more of a passing thing. But he was the only dragonborn down there. Because it would be odd that all the other creatures were kind of banging against the cages and stuff, but he wasn't. He uh-huh. was just 
passing, like just going back and forth, pacing in his thing, but his eyes were definitely not normal. Okay. Especially when Boudreaux mentioned that like he was down there. Mm-hmm. It could bring back some memories. So I'm going to have you roll either a wisdom, just a straight wisdom or a straight intelligence check. Well, they're the same, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you said straight, no, don't add anything to it? Go ahead and add your history to it. That's a 23. Okay. As, you know, you're thinking about what Boudreaux was saying, you're thinking back, oh, maybe I saw something. Mm-hmm. You do remember. And can I tell, like, the similarities between yeah, the two are kind of... Because uh, her herself, Emery, is a red dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Just has some kind of purples in, 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 it, yeah. Yeah, yep. in, in her skin. So I can tell you from the last time that I saw who I assume was him, he was fine. I am more worried about if you go somewhere where there's going to be people like this, somebody might try and do something. Like hurt me? Yes. Without understanding what's going on. Well, maybe maybe I can, you know, go in my, my dragonborn form and I could see if I could help that way. I, if he's, if me going there would put me in danger, he's already in danger. And if that lady, if that lady finds her, that little creature, whatever she was, finds her or finds him. She could kill him, too. I I have to warn him. I will tell you where he's at. I will give you something that may be able to help you, but you cannot go in your half-shifted, half-wear form. You have to be in dragon form. I promise. But the first sign of trouble, you have to get out of there. Uh, Okay. So he's somewhere in the hollow. Ask Willow to help you. Willow. Okay. Do you remember Willow? I, I, I believe so. He helped out. He helped uh, Rochelle hand out the potions. Yeah. So he's at the hollow right now, and he's helping people out. But you have to be careful there because bandits have been going crazy and taking over everything. Okay. So you go there. You go to the healer's hut. You ask for Willow. Willow should be there. And you tell him... That you need to go down in the cave. I don't know if he's going to understand that or not. Tell him you need to go where we met him last time. Okay. And I'm going to say, hey, Fenny, I need some paper and a quill. And... As you say that, he's just going to hand you a piece of paper with stuff written on it. <laughs> this whole time. He's dropping. I had our, like, I've been listening and watching. It's like, man, how are we going to get, like, he was about ready just to step in and be like, look, you need to go see Willow. And as this was happening, he was writing a letter to Willow saying something along the lines of, Henry was on it. Willow. His dad, like, would Her Willow dad. would Willow recognize the name Borast? Yes. So in the letter, he's going to put Willow. This is Boris's son. Daughter. 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 <laughs> it has son crossed out. <laughs> son, right? Look, don't look over. Daughter. Daughter. 
<laughs> Let her see him. Her. Let her. Oh, no, you're right. You're Let right. her see him. Let her see him, right? Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Okay, Let, okay. Let her people no go. No, no marks on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and here's. Yeah. And then he's going to put signed Lila Garatha and Boudreaux. <laughs> Close up the letter. Do you seal it? Ye- Say yes. yes. Boudreaux can't write. He <laughs> can't read either. But the letter's sealed. Don't undo it. <laughs> and he's also going to hand Emery the letter that Boudreaux gave to him to get to and say, can you give this to him too? Literally what Evan just told me to remind you. I was actually going to suggest it and then I was like, no, I'll use it against him later. I like it. Okay. So she accepts the letter. She's like, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I have to go. And she starts heading towards the entrance of the cave. Before she leaves, I want to stop her. Okay. And just apologize. Oh. <laughs> and she just nods. It's a little standoffish. She just nods and then she takes off. On like four legs. Would just darts out. Um, Hanley would like to cast Druid Craft okay. to uh, understand what the weather's going to be like today. (laughs) Seems like it's going to be a nice day. Like Boudreaux said. (laughs) Uh, And well, you know, all that, just I'm going to turn to Fanny and be like, do you think I just did the right thing? I feel like I didn't do the right thing. Her knowing that her father's alive, she was going to leave and go find him. No matter what. I know, but I feel like it's so, better to the literal wolves. At least. I mean, her dad's a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking too. That nice phrasing there. At least we know that she has a chance. And she's not going to get lost. Like, she's got a destination. My only fear is the druid who was out there hunting were creatures. Yeah. If she sees Do you her. Know, I, I haven't seen anything about that. Have you, have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I met her. What? Well, that's news. Yeah, when Joanna and I stayed behind that first night, we were attacked by a were-rat. And her and I together killed the were-rat. Is that why you were so dead set on... Uh... Yes. Awesome. And I still fear that that will happen to her. Which is valid. I mean, anything could happen. Time. Anything could happen. But doesn't she deserve a chance at least? She has her chance. Exactly. She has one now. Yeah. We should probably get going. I don't know if you remember, but um, <laughs> we have seven days to get there and back before Joanna is turned into the bandits. So the let's 
go. And this is day two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is the morning right. of day three. Okay. Yeah, and we, we haven't go. even gotten to the caves yet. <laughs> you guys know that depending on how fast you travel, it'll take about two days. So today and the next day to reach the caves. Let's go. Okay. Let's off. Let's go. Okay. I'll have everybody roll me a survival check. No. <laughs> no. You oh, I'm good at this one. I'm better. Okay, but... Henley. Eleven. Boudreau. Eighteen. Lala. Nineteen. Nice. Eight. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. <clears throat> Roscoe's still having a little bit of a pity party, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's a normal day of travel. You guys don't run into anything this particular. The night goes by pretty smoothly. uh, Who would be taking last? uh, It's usually me. Okay, I want you to roll me a perception check for kind of the early morning scouting or watch. 22. 22, okay. You see nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Darkness. Darkness. So kind of in the early morning light, you're scanning the horizon, you're kind of looking around, and you remember, and you start seeing in the distance, and this is quite a ways, moving things, and it brings you back to the memory of the previous morning when you saw some moving things as well. They seem to be from behind you. The direction that you came from. That's where those moving shadows are. Almost like someone following us? You could probably assume that. I gasp. Interesting. Can I... And that's all I see is movement. I can't make out like creature-wise or anything like too that. Far right? Too far away. Yeah. Makes sense. It's a speck in the distance, and it's moving. Okay. But you know it's some kind of creature, but as the morning continues to rise, you see them disappear. Okay. I will relay to the party that when they wake up and as we're getting ready for breakfast and stuff, that somebody may be following us. Hmm. That same movement that we've seen up above the caves, I mean, it could just be the... Knolls that we've seen, but there's some movement. We may be, we may, we may, may be being followed. Me. Yeah, drink some water. You seem confused. <laughs> <laughs> you little sleep deprived. How <laughs> <laughs> that's one water. Eh? <laughs> And perk you up. <laughs> That'll wake you right up. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. So just be on the lookout, and maybe we should cover our tracks. We don't have time. That will, like, take twice as long. I think we just... YOLO it. Marching order <laughs> and keep an eye out. What will be will be. Unfortunately. Fortunately. If it's meant to be, it'll be. <laughs> um, really quick, the day yes. before, can Henley roll to see how much food she gathered? 
Oh, yeah. Thing, so. You did specify that on your way you were going to gather things. Advantage, right? Because you, we Cause did specify earlier. You're showing me the leaves mm-hmm. and stuff and what to look for. Oh, oh. I and I'm actually for... gathering the leaves, so I tell you. Okay. <laughs> I want to search for uh, poisony stuff. Go ahead and roll me your survival check on that. And I'm just going to take up the rear and kind of keep out. So plus survival for me, that's a 16. Okay. You're able to find two days worth of rations. Counting today. So we're still marking off rations for today. So you got an extra one for your next day. Ten. Ten. Not really able to find anything. Things are kind of scarce up here. Makes sense. And I'm pushing him. <laughs> come on, come on, he come keeps, on. She keeps looking at me, and I'm like, huh? Oh, what a pretty butterfly. <laughs> no, let's go. Let's go, Boudreau. <laughs> nah. No, hey. it's just like a, uh, when we make eye contact, it's just like a hurt look across my face. Oh. He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just about more accurate, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was for the previous day. Yep. Did you want to go ahead and make your roll for today? Mm-hmm. At advantage. Yep. 15. Okay, same thing. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard Mid-Show Break. I'm your host, Rupert Bumpkin, from the Rocky Talkie Gnome Radio Network. First item of business is the five-star reviews. Remember that Solemn will give you a shout-out and read your review on Solemn's column. Then he will review your review. It's great fun! Second is the Ko-Fi. This is our Patreon merchandise store. You can purchase keychains, coloring pages, and MP3s of our songs. You can also commission to feed the cast, or write a letter to Dear Boudreaux. If you are interested in becoming a patron, there are three tiers, each with varying rewards, including a full post show, DM Dave's deep dives, and coloring activity book with exclusive art. Go to ko-fi.com slash tomes of the chaos bard. That is ko-fi, K-O-F-I.com forward slash tomes of the chaos bard and help us grow. And last but not least, the biggest way you can help us is share us with your friends and family. That is all, folks. Back to the show. Okay, everybody make me survival checks again. See how today's travel goes. Roscoe, roll at disadvantage. What? (laughs) Is Hurla going to shoot him in the Achilles heel? (laughs) Hurla's on him. You know what? Suck it. I rolled a 19 both times. So that's a total of 23. Perfect. Okay, so I'll get to that number in just a second. Okay. Henley. I got a 14. 13. Plus 13. Okay. 23. That's right. Roscoe got 23. C. 23. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go, Michael. <laughs> Go, Michael. Uh, if it makes a difference, though, so mine was a natural 20 with the added 3. Oh, that does matter. So natural 20. So the reason Mine why... Mine was a natural 19. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to specify, the reason why I had Roscoe roll a disadvantage is because I rolled a natural 1. And that gives disadvantage on somebody who... In the group. But if you get a natural 20, it gives somebody advantage. They cancel each other out. But they cancel each other out. So it worked out in this case. That's something I should have specified before. But yay! <laughs> Yeah, it didn't matter either way. But you I got okay. the lowest number, right? Uh, Kath did, actually. He rolled oh. the natural one. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Oh, poor Kath. Yeah. But 
with the encouragement and stuff, he was able to, you know, this is a group thing, travel, normal day. Henley is keeping an eye out for movement in the area because of Fenrir's warning. And also, we already did the gathering role, but Mm -hmm. she's, of course, gathering food and stuff. Keeping an eye out as well. That's why I took Greer, guys. Throughout this day, I'm going to ask Boudreaux if he'll start to gather food stuff too and see what he says. Okay. Oh, but I'm glad I don't poison. Can't you look for both? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what if I get them all mixed up? You don't want that, do you? <laughs> when you think you find something, tell me. But then I might get mixed up in my brain and you might be picking up poison, but you don't know. But what if I want to become immune to poison? And so if you give me the wrong stuff, then I'll build up immunity to poison. <laughs> you better drink some more swamp water here. <laughs> <laughs> you little dehydrated. <laughs> this has something called electrolytes. <laughs> this will help you. You don't know this, but the water glows in the swamp. That's why it's called electrolytes. <laughs> and when the lightning bugs get in there... <laughs> yes. That's why they glow. All right, you, you look for your poison. But if we starve in the caves, you're the last one to get food. Does it look like we're going to starve with me around? <laughs> that was so selfish of you. <laughs> Are you suggesting right. we eat you? Um, <laughs> I do have 33 rations. All right. I, I guess we'll be okay. Are you sure? Because uh, I nope. could change my mind. But I just thought that we should prepare for when we're going to go, like, punch people. Yeah, I, I mean, we need to prepare for both. Sorry if I sounded kind of mean. I didn't mean to be mean. I just no, know I, that Henley's really you, good at what she does. You're looking out, you're looking out for us either way. Okay, Whether but for real, if you ever want me to search for, for food. food. I think we'll be okay with food. Oh, I think we'll be okay uh, on food, uh, oh, so you can search for poison. I use okay. you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason why you are trying to poison. Gonna steal my food, he's gonna get poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> he he cocks his bow. Cocks his bow? How would you say he, he lost? He, his crossbow, he, yeah. Yeah, but there's like a way you can... You pull the drawstring back. To, but there's a name for it. Yeah. I know there's a name it, for There's it. a it's click, a, though. There is a click. Yeah, there is a click. Okay, so... <laughs> Pulls that back and it's it's, it's he's just a locked cro- and a, loaded. It's a crossbow bolt with a a mushroom on the tip. A mushroom on the tip. I was no, thinking, it's one of those little berries. I was thinking a little vial at the end, oh. <laughs> just tied he's on with a piece of it. string. <laughs> It'll shatter and then he'll get double. I get him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, it's getting close to evening. You guys do end up in that canyon where the mine is. It's getting evening time. It's probably. Six-ish, so the sun is setting. Sets a little, gets a lot more shadowy in the canyons, of course. But you do see movement outside one of the cave entrances. That is the entrance that you need. What would you like to do with that information? I'd like to know what I see. As of right now, you see two people just sitting outside of this cave entrance. You guys are up on this ridge. So you guys will still need to climb down into the kind of ravine to get to them. Do we recognize these people? As of right now, it's kind of too far away, okay. but it'd probably be safe to assume that they're the bandits. 
Well, still, I, I could I go see what I can see. Roscoe. I was just thinking that. <laughs> two guys, um, two guys, yeah, standing by a cave. <laughs> <laughs> Will they bring us death or life? <laughs> Man, that's like, what, the third Christmas song we sang? <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> anyway, back to the Roscoe. Henley, why don't you go, I mean, don't go too far, but go see what you can see a little bit and then come back and we can game plan real quick. Okay. Maybe we can find a way to draw them off or, or something or pull them off from the cave and then, and then surprise them. So Henley pulls up her hood <laughs> and draws her um, bow, like just has her bow out just so that she's ready. And starts to kind of crawl. What's Herla's reaction to all of this? Herla? Mm-hmm. She's indifferent. just watching. She's indifferent. Okay. Her and Cather, they were like, they're used to just taking orders type idea. They don't really do react to themselves very much. They were told to follow and follow orders from Ivan. So that's kind of just what they're doing. Okay, perfect. Okay, so you guys are up on this ridge. You'd have to start climbing down to really get any closer. Mm -hmm. You are about 80 feet up in the air. Okay, I would use my rope then. Okay. So your rope is about 50 feet. Mm -hmm. So you still got 30 feet. Can I use Featherfall to like slowly lower her down? I think Featherfall... There's three people, right? It's five people. It's up to five people. (laughs) <laughs> um, I think it's just affects like the last couple feet where it slows okay. them down so they land safely. I don't think it's a gotcha. continuous f- slow fall. That's fair. But that's a great idea if you want to bring it up. It is around 7 o'clock. It is getting dark and nighttime. Just letting you know. That's why Hanley wants to climb down the cliff when it, there's still a little bit of light. I can tie my <laughs> rope to her rope. And that's possible too. Yep. So, what's the plan? We're using the ropes or Featherfall? Use the rope for now and save Featherfall for in case we need it. What's the range on Featherfall? One reaction within 60 feet of the fall. Okay. Okay. So, I I think it's safe to say that if you do see her falling, probably could catch her. I'll jump off the cliff and hold hands and Featherfall together. (laughs) Let's do it. We'll all be kind of like Iron Man. And then we'll just go and fight. I was thinking like a group of Mary Poppins. You know what? That's oh. better. That's way more intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with the other two? Uh, they can jump. You can climb. Perla <laughs> can um, get on Keth's back and Keth can climb down. Perla <laughs> is probably a better climber than Keth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Maybe we want to use Featherfall for the big guy. <laughs> yeah, just throw him at him. <laughs> throw him at and- Mary Poppins. Y'all! <laughs> <laughs> and he starts whistling, and this arrow starts going. Wee wee wee! Okay. So uh, anyway, climbing, I, climbing down the Roscoe lends me his rope. We tie it off, and then I start rappelling down. Okay. I'll have you roll me just a uh, athletics check. 
That's not horrible. Twelve. Oh, that's not bad. You're able to get down there safely. Okay, and now it'll t probably take you... They're probably about three-ish hundred feet away from you now. Okay. And so you'll probably have to finish climbing down a little bit, but then start heading up towards them. You want me to roll stealth? Roll some stealthies for me. And I'll give you advantage because it is getting dark. Ooh, I use my luck. Well, you did have advantage. <laughs> oh, I had advantage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's much better. Um, that is a 26. Okay. You're able to get, like, right underneath them. And you just hear these two. They're just having a ca casual conversation. Over the conversation. So did you hear the information about what Slicky Ricky did, told us? No, I didn't hear anything about that. Well, he said, from what they were telling me, that Juna has been acting really suspicious lately. She's been watching some kind of little hut down there. He mentioned that she went in there for an hour or two, didn't come out, and then came out, and just been watching the place every now and then. Not sure what's going on there, but... They want us to keep a little extra lookout. Oh, I guess that's that's fine. Hey, what about I was hearing something about some kind of weird creatures they found down there. I think Joel was telling us about it. What do you mean? Oh, you know, kind of weird creature with like one big green eye roaming around down there. Nah, who cares? Let's just keep watch. It's almost time for them to come out here and take our spot anyways. Oh, where are they? Is there anything particular that Henley wants to do or just kind of eavesdrop? Oh, well, I'm just eavesdropping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of like, ah, you know what? Let's, let's go find them. Let's go find our next people. It's, our shift is over. So they both head inside. What do you do? I'm going to climb up just to see the entrance. Okay. You're able to see the entrance. They pulled out torches, and you see them walking down this cave entrance. It's a pretty big one. It's about a 10 by 10 cave entrance, and they're just walking straight, and you see them probably about 40 feet into it. They, see, they take a left. Can I try? And you just hear them, Biggs, Wedge, where are you? It's your guys' turn. Hey, Oscar. Shut up, Porkins. <laughs> hey, Oscar. Have you seen Porgs and Bigs and Wedge? Oscar? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining the dialogue. Smile. <laughs> Oscar was the big baddie all along. <laughs> I need to cook some beans to make them real hot. <laughs> Kidney beans. Yeah, specifically. <laughs> The deep dab guys. <laughs> okay, Biggs, Wedge, Oscar. Do I hear anything else? By that time, yeah, their voice. You can still hear them talking, but mm, can't understand the conversation. Okay, I will then. Ooh. 
Henley's debating whether <laughs> she should go in <laughs> a little bit further or go back and <laughs> so everybody at the table shaking their head no. You hear this little voice in your head go, Hit me run! Hit me run! <laughs> it's the bus all over again. <laughs> Turn the corner and run. <laughs> no, not zombies again. Not gumbo. <laughs> gumbo. After thinking, Henley will wait a little bit longer to see if she can hear when they come out okay. and see if they say anything else. Okay, you do see two other people come out. Uh, they're both humans. They kind of look like twins. Mm. And you get out there, they're, you hear them just complaining, you know, mumbling. Uh, we hate Night Watch and... And things like that. I don't like that show either. <laughs> <laughs> they do start talking about how it's a little easier to kind of take care of the mines now. Even though they're not getting any of the mine ore and stuff anymore. Because the the miners kind of rebelled. Some of them ran deeper into the mines. And they disappeared. They can't find them. But most of them ran behind this steel door that they're all hiding in there, but it helps them keep track of uh, them not going anywhere. Mm. So it's been quite, they, at, they're talking back and forth of like, ah, it's pretty easy now, pretty relaxed job. Just hate the nighttime. Hate the nighttime watch. I think Henley is going to go now. She got a lot, quite a bit of information and she's going to stealth away. Okay, roll a stealthy stealth. And advantage because it's dark. <gasps> Don't make that face, Abby. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay, you're fine. Roscoe, you mentioned about talking to a friend of yours. Yeah, I'm gonna call Sundell real quick. Sundell, Sundell, my friend, I need your help. Uh, do you, do you do it where everybody can hear you? Um. No. <laughs> where you go where people can't hear you. Six and a half feet to the left. Right. <laughs> I can still hear screen. you. Off screen. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna... I have exited stage left. <laughs> you can't hear me. Okay, to the left, I can stage right. I'm going to step off a few feet. When you do this, I'm just going to roll my eyes. Someone hears me great. If not, whatever. I'm yeah. not trying to be sneaky, but I don't necessarily want to interrupt everybody who's watching Henley. Okay. Let's step off to the sound and be like, Sundell, Sundell, my friend, I need your help. Hello? Yes, Roscoe, my friend. How what are, do how you, are you, sir? I am doing swell. How about yourself? Well, I'm about to enter a very dangerous cave. Oh, really? Really, really. Heading into your minds, I see. Yes. Hey, um, before we get to the business side of things, mm-hmm. how's Tracaris? He's doing well. Is he back yet? He is not back yet. Is he close? I do not want to disclose that information. <laughs> is he close to me? I would say no. That is less than helpful. Okay. <laughs> I need to uh, activate my ring of power. Ah, yes. Is that really what we're calling That's it? That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> they have um, a name. The adventurer's yeah, ring. <laughs> and that's fine, though. Keep going. <laughs> it's the ring of power, Okay. <laughs> I could say my power ring. I don't know. Power Rangers. 
exactly what I was thinking. I just wasn't going to vote. That's why I didn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have this pearl thing here. Hmm. Um, I feel like it's valuable enough to activate both one and two levels. Can we... Okay, set it on the card, I'm guessing. Yep. You see it disappear? Hmm, yes. Let's see, it's 50 for the first level, 75 for the next level. I think we can make a deal. I like you. Also, hmm. while we're talking about making deals, do I get a finder's fee if I give you a name of someone who is really, really interested in getting in contact with you to buy goods from you? Hmm. I showed him my map, and he was beyond ecstatic, and he wanted your name and how to get a hold of you, but I wanted to declare it with you first as a gentleman. No, I appreciate that. And advertisement is always better coming from the customer. Yeah. I believe we can make some... What were you thinking? Well, I mean... Ideally, if you wanted to activate the third level of my ring, that'd be great. Mm, not that much, no. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Just whatever you feel generous with. Activate Henleys. <laughs> and Ben Rears. <laughs> Just do that. But Henley can't see. <laughs> um, whatever you feel generous with. I mean, if you've got something that would be useful going into a fight. That you'd be willing to trade for that information or just some silver? I'd go either way. Maybe I can do this. And out pops two little red potions right in front of you on the, on the card. Ooh. They're small now, but as you like pick them up, they turn into like a palm-sized thing. Since you're going into a more dangerous location, these health potions might be of use to you. I'll take it. And what information do you have for me? His name is Ivan. He's a bounty hunter. Okay. Um, I've actually got a couple of his guys here with me. There's a, an elf that's with him and a couple orcs. And they're out searching right now for someone named Posh. And so we're going to be meeting up with them, assuming we survive all this. And I'll give him your business card, question mark. Hmm. That would be swell. I'll see if I can do some research on my own. It would be the down if I had a little more information about him. Depending, I mean, he's a very good bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes his work seriously. He was actually tracking us at one point. Ah. Um, and we don't tell him that. <laughs> yes. He does a whole word vomit with this guy all the time. We, we swindled him out of his doings and saved our neck, so that was nice. Um, Excellent. And he's loaded. Loaded, you yes. say? Yes. Yep. And we're actually getting ready to finish one of his bounties. that will produce an extreme amount of gold for us and him, in which I intend to do a little bit of shopping with you, <laughs> assuming everything turns out okay. Well, I do hope that you survive this. Yep, because me too. I'm all about the willing and the dilling. And I'm all about the living. Yeah, I hear you, sir. Is that is that the enough information for you? I think I can work on it. I'll see if I can find him, but whoever gets to him first will relay the information that he needs. Okay. Do you have an, can I get an extra card in case you I run sure into him? You sure may. 
And as you're like holding the card, like another one pops out. Ding. Sweet. <laughs> Cha-ching. Do I feel any sort of mysticalness on my ring? Like you do look at the ring and yeah. that, that little Aww. treasure chest in the circle. <laughs> really off key like that. It does. It or changes. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so no, you... no. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> okay, David, please Bling. go. <laughs> so the original color on the chest was a black. Uh-huh. As you unlocked the f- first one, it changed to like a blue. Okay. But now it's a green. Cool. Okay. Well, I got to go beat up some bad guys. You see Drakari send them this way. If not, I'll catch you on the flip side of this cave. Yes, sir. We will take care of that. Your level should be unlocked on your ring. Is there anything else I can do for you, sir? Not unless you want to give me a super cool weapon for free to keep me alive in the cave. <laughs> when you get your money, we'll talk. Cheers. Doodaloo. Bye. Click. It's about 40, 45 minutes to an hour before Henley starts climbing the rope again. I probably, like, tug on it three times just so they know I'm climbing up. Okay. I'm sure Kath would be helping you pull you up. Um, It would be easier if you helped climb. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Go ahead and roll an add advantage for athletics. (laughs) Ten. Ten. You're fine. (sighs) (laughs) You're definitely leaning on the people pulling you up mm-hmm. a lot more. But you get up there just fine. What do you do? Are the groups back together? First, I sit and catch my breath because okay. that's an 80-foot climb. Yeah. <laughs> and While she's catching her breath, I'm like, hey, what'd you find? Let's go. Come on. One sec. <sighs> think about this. Like, jumping up and down like a boxer. Boudreau hand you some water. But not, the, <laughs> not the swamp water. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I heard some pretty interesting things. Um, the I heard the spy's name in the hollow. His name is Slicky Ricky. And uh, Juna is suspicious and really watching the healer's hut. And there are weird creatures. He didn't specify where. But I also heard the name Joel. And that there's also a creature with one big green eye, whether that's in the hollow or in the cave, I don't know. And then they left to go get their replacement, which is Biggs and Wedge. And they were also talking to Oscar. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Boudreaux's eyes go dark. <laughs> Wait, like, like Oscar from the last, the first time? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I couldn't hear the voice very well, but it kind of sounded, yeah, like him. And Slicky Ricky, mm-hmm. kind of maybe like <clears throat> a Ricardo? <clears throat> and I waited for Biggs and Wedge to come out. And they look like twins. Um, not that that's super important. But anyway. Did they look familiar? Like maybe they were wandering in the hollow before? Or no? They didn't look familiar to me, no. Okay. Um, but they did say something about the miners that were here. They said that the miners ran away and rebelled. 
So Good that they're them. all children do. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right, you broke me. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was a stressful moment. <laughs> they said it was easier to. Um, now I lost my train of thought, Boudreaux. <laughs> was a train. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait, I know what a train is because there's like wagon trains and stuff. You know what? Take this back. Please continue, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the miners ran away and rebelled, so they're not really getting a lot of gems or minerals out of the cave systems right now. But they said that the, they have the miners kind of trapped, so the miners can't get out, but they're not working them and they're hidden or not hidden but they're behind a steel door deep in the cave system. But that was all I heard. Here's what I'm thinking. I think that maybe we need to uh, try and take this on tonight, or at least try and get in there tonight. It sounds like it's going to be a little bit easier to get in during the nighttime than maybe during the daytime, because nighttime seems to be pretty boring, so they're not going to... Really expect it. That's my thoughts on this. The sooner we can get in, the sooner we can get out, the sooner we can get done. Because, like you said before, we've lost some time and we need to make it back up if we can. But we can't have uh, anybody have uh, the, the lights. That would definitely get us a. Uh... I don't need lights anymore, so. I mean, I... I'd still do a little bit, but I can see. Why? Because I'm a magic powering. Oh! I leveled it up while you were gone, Henley. Oh. I also can do this. Then I'm going to look at Henley and I'm going to send her a message. Sup. I. The person what? you are reaching is not available. Has at not this paid their bill this month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer in service. Dang. I ran didn't. Out of was something supposed to happen? Oh, uh, well, I was supposed to send you a message, but I don't think oh. it worked. Oh. I thought you were like staring her down and she was going like, to light on fire or something. <laughs> That's cool. But I uh, agree with Garoth that we should probably at least get this started tonight under the cover of darkness. We could, I mean, if there's a way, we could lure the two guards off the door so as we beat the crap out of them, they don't make a lot of noise that travels down the hall. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, why don't, uh, how much money was that? For which part? To be able to see in the dark? Yay. 50 silver. Henley, that that might be good. That way we don't have to use your life. Let me check and see if I have 50 silver. And just to remind everybody, Swindle did previously say if you wanted to unlock it, you just put the money on the ring and it'll do it. You don't have to call him every time. Look, I got some money too. And he's going to take a handful and I've got to get him out. Um, Okay. So he's just going to take... a. Just a handful. Mm-hmm. Um, can I roll? See how much that is, or you? Uh, what would you like me to roll? <laughs> I don't know. Like a handful, so maybe like a D100, see how much I pick up. You Not pick a up 100 coins? How much would I, like, how would How we... many coins do you have? Probably fit they're... 20 coins in a handful. I'd, yeah. Would be an easy assumption. So if I roll the D10 twice? Yeah. Or a D20 <laughs> once? Yeah. <gasps> Oh my gosh, math! (laughs) 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 We do have that dice, you know. So he pulls out 19 silver and gives it to you. 
Henley will take it. <laughs> okay. Henley puts 50 silver on her ring. Okay. And you see it change to a blue. And her, her then eyes. I magically can see more. You sure can. Blink twice. Whoa. Her eyes turn into cat eyes. <laughs> um, turning into that when you go to the eye doctor and it's like what one looks better one or two <laughs> three or four they uh, all look the same <laughs> wow so I'm going to say when we get down there I've got a spell I can use to make some lights or noises or this or that to kind of try and grab their attention and bring them over and I'm short, so I can hide in a bush and surprise them when they come over. I mean, I've got thaumaturgy, which does something similar. I've got prestidigitation, because oh. it's fun to say. <laughs> I mean, that's like one step up from what Let's I do. Let's go if we're going to go. I'm getting tired, so the faster we do this. Is there a potion that we can get from Swindell that's like an energy drink? <laughs> I need my black morning juice. <laughs> oh, actually, um, does everybody that no, no heal... Um, have a potion to heal? I have two. You got two? Mm, I wonder if I do. Remember when I uh, wouldn't give you those pretty little potions because I needed them? Well, I needed them. Mm. So no. Oh, so here. Take take these. He gives two healing potions. And let me tell you, because they're special. They're the, the less potent ones? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> 1d4 plus two. Okay. I don't have any healing potions, but I can heal myself a little. Okay, take this one, too. He gives one to you. Okay. 1d4 plus two. So you gave two to Lila. And one to Henley. (laughs) Do you give Boudreaux a look? No, I I don't. I just, I don't really say anything. If Boudreaux looks at you, then. I just shoot. I don't have anything. Fenner's like, I don't get close enough to get hit. <laughs> Henley really doesn't either. <laughs> I'm just here for story. <laughs> if you make sure to fight what does, I will give you the last one. Well, do you have any? No. Maybe you should keep it for you. But I, I can heal. So can I. Okay, I'll keep it. Okay. Good conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Boudreaux. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Down the rope I go. Okay. <laughs> And you guys head down, and we'll get to the rest of that next time. Yeah. Ain't no way. It's time to close. No, no, no. Thank you guys for listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Shout out to D.A. Nichols for writing our songs and music. Go check out her TTRPG, Shields of Power, on DriveThroughRPG.com. Also, a special shout-out to our dear friend, Sarah, who fed the cast, and also she had written a Dear Boudreaux letter, and we're so happy to get those. Don't forget to write those Dear Boudreaux letters. They are worth $1, and Elsie is super excited to get some done. Shout-out to Monument Studios, freesound.org, Tabletop Audio, and Realmwalker for our extra sound effects and music. With that, I am DM Dave, and to the right I have Fenrir, Roscoe, Roth and Lila, Boudreaux, and Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye! Bye.
there's an explosion and then they die. What are the odds? <laughs> oh, Kunas, you are real. <laughs> the Joanna comes out. <laughs> Guns are blazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Apparently, we're beep, got, beep, he beep, just beep, hung up. <laughs> we got some lag. Sorry. I had to write that down because I just made up the color change thing. <laughs> so oh. I had to make sure I remembered that. No, you should totally just leave it that he hangs up. <laughs> Sorry. Connection. Bad. You started talking about Drakars and he was like, <laughs> Not Sorry, how what? Can't hear you. Bye. <laughs> Goes in green. Comes out green. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and nah. cut that out. <laughs> uh, put it in the outtakes. Okay. <laughs> bloopers. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Ew, David. You asked. <laughs> I thought it was going to be funny. <laughs> Your reaction was but pretty funny. But that joke was crap. <laughs> <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> the, goose, the goose applauds. Laps <laughs> its wings together. <laughs> it approves. <laughs> approves. Slow I clap. approve of this joke. <laughs> What's a duck's favorite snack? Quackers. Quackers! <laughs> yeah. How do you keep a duck quiet? Duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as good as this one. Uh, you know, I don't think ducks of- would pay you guys in anything but bills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one was better. The last one I got is, uh, what side of the duck has the most feathers? Mm. The outside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so. you f- fair. That's about as good as Abby's was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Anyway, <clears throat> you guys I'm suck at quacking jokes. <laughs> what do you call the back end of a duck? The tail end. The tail end. The the butt quack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jack at the end and laugh. <laughs> Okay, we gotta get back to this. Sorry. Why did Sally fall off the swing set? <laughs> Why? She didn't have any arms. <laughs> knock, knock. Who there? Not Sally. <laughs> <laughs> it's the joke I know. <laughs> Poor Sally. My tummy You almost caught me unarmed. <laughs> Sally, has, Sally has no, no arms, but she has two humps. <laughs> Oh, Aww. that's rude. She's a camel. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta edit that one out. <laughs> no, you only edit out when Sally has three humps. Then she's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you guys misunderstood what I meant. I know what you mean. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I say so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for listening. Because I'm the DM. That's why. That's why. <laughs> the rope breaks on Boudreaux as they're climbing down. Don't worry. I'll catch you. You Boudreaux. are my D-enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in, Emily. Ah, suck it. <laughs>
Okay, bye. It's okay, Boudreaux. I'll catch you. Vital style. Make a special note. <laughs> Boudreaux loses dreadlocks. Okay. <laughs> Gets fleas and has to. Boudreaux would rather die. <laughs> Okay. Boudreaux doesn't have as pretty a beard, but his hair. I'll try and glue him back on with mud. <laughs> you heard a righteous anger. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> By the way, that's not a real thing, listeners. Don't do it. <laughs> okay.